0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Uh, Porik Horkin. Porik, do you have a, a nickname? They call me Horky. 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 <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Porky Horky. And Horky, you're not Porky you at all. Uh, tell us, what is the weather going to be like for Ballina on Friday?
1: Well, it's going to be very good, Pat. We've actually got a very wet and blustery day today, but weather is improving tomorrow and, and Friday. So hopefully we're going to see some sunshines, maybe some light showers, but uh, temperatures are increasing and, and the weather is going to get a little bit better. So lots of acti- activities going on here in May at the moment. Mm.
0: Now, uh, Porik, in uh, your garden centres, there are roses and roses and roses. This is rose time.
1: This is the time, and the beauty about planting roses, Pat, anytime during April or May, is that they'll come into flower in their first year. So, if you plant a rose over the next week or 10 days or three weeks' time, it will actually come into flower this June and it will flower right through, hopefully, until early November, up until we get the hard frosts. And of course, roses come in so many different varieties, Pat, from the small ground covering roses for banks and slopes to the hybrid teas and floribundas, which are beautiful for cutting during the summer months. Right up to the climbing roses, lovely roses like James Galway, which again will grow anything up to seven or eight feet, maybe up to 12 feet in time and give a cascade of flower right through the summer.
0: Now, so you mentioned a, there the, uh, the uh, what did you call the the hybrides uh, and the floribundas for, for yeah. cutting. Yes. Um, if you cut, you know, to have some uh, flowers
1: in a vase inside,
0: yeah. will the roses then just reproduce again and again and again?
1: Yes, they will. And that's the beauty about roses, Pat. The more we deadhead them, the more we cut the flowers and the stems, they actually produce new growth. That stimulates new growth during the summer, particularly if you're feeding your roses. And it encourages a second and third bloom right up until early November. And that's the beauty about roses. And a little tip, Pat, you know, we love to get the roses pruned by St. Patrick's Day. But if listeners haven't pruned their roses, it's not too late. Get out. Even though there's new growth, you disregard that new growth, you prune back your roses and the key thing now is to feed them and feed them once a month from now until the middle of June, right up to July. But yes, regular trimming and deadheading encourages new growth and you get lots of new flowers. So continue to take off the old blooms. That's very important.
0: Now, how long does a
1: rose plant last? Do do they
0: run out of steam?
1: Generally, Generally, we will get 20 years will be kind of an average path. Some people will have them for 50 years. But generally speaking, 20 to 25 years is, is the, the, about the life, uh, lifespan of a, a rose. Now, the old English roses, the, the shrub roses, varieties like Thomas A. Beckett or the David Austin roses, then they tend to last quite a long time, up to 30 years. So by planting a rose today, you're going to look uh, for for at least 20 years of colour if you look after, if you prune it and feed it on a regular basis.
0: Uh, Shakespeare, a rose by any other name would smell as sweet, um, but often beautiful roses have no scent at all. Can you recommend a good scented rose?
1: Oh, there's so, there's so many good varieties. I think if you want a nice climbing rose, there's another one called Albertine, which is really nice, or James Galway that I mentioned is, is really good. If you want a regular rose, Fragrant Cloud, is a fabulous variety with a beautiful scent, but there's lots of really good. And those David Austin roses that I mentioned, that Thomas A. Beckett is a really nice one that has crimson red flowers, a beautiful musky, old-fashioned rose scent that we remember from our childhood. So look for those.
0: Now, Bob has been on. What flowering seeds can I sow directly out of doors in my flower beds? Something simple that I can do with my kids this week to create a flower bed from seeds.
1: Ah, very good. Well, Bob Bob could actually plant some of the um, hardy annuals, patch. Hardy annuals, as the name suggests, are hardy. You can simply sow them directly out of doors. They're annual, which means if you sow them today, they'll come into growth in a couple of weeks and they'll flower within about 10 or 12 weeks and flower right through to the end of the summer. I'm thinking of plants like English marigolds would be really good, cornflowers, Godicia. And um, Nigeria, the love and the mist is really good. So these are packets of seed. On the back of the pack, you'll see the word hardy annual. And if you st- simply sow them directly into the garden, soil, rake them in, they'll germinate in a couple of weeks and they'll be in flower in 10 mm. to 12 weeks' time and flower for the rest of the summer. So there's quite a wide mm. range okay. available.
0: Ashling says, I wish to move some tulips around my garden. When is the best time to dig them up and replant?
1: Uh, it's a great question, Pat, because many of the spring flowering bulbs have, are going out of flower now, our are, are beautiful snowdrops, or daffodils, all the narcissi. Indeed, tulips are at their best at the moment. But as soon as they go out of flower, that's the time to move them. So we always move our bulbs, the spring flowering bulbs, in the green, so when the green foliage is still present. So as soon as the flowers go off, deadhead the flowers, dig up the tulip bulbs and transplant them into a new location. And the same applies with daffodils, narcissi, snowdrops at this time of year you can safely lift them you can also divide them Uh, so if you've got a big clump of snowdrops this is the time to lift them split them into two or three pieces give them away to family and friends or plant them in other areas of the garden
0: I was given a bag of onion bulbs but I Ah. haven't a clue uh, where or when to plant I need advice I do have a clear patch of ground when can I grow them Uh, I need to know when I should start
1: Well, you can start straight away. I would pick the next fine dry day. Onion bulbs are totally hardy to plant out of doors, So even if you plant them a couple of weeks back and we got a little bit of frost, it won't damage the bulbs. And they come in the traditional shallot, which produces a a shallot, a multi-bulbous base, which you sow from the one bulb, you get two or three shallots. Or they come in the sets, which provide us with the beautiful big onion in late summer. So you can plant them out of doors into um, some garden soil. They are actually quite hungry. When you think of the layers that that are on a traditional onion patch when you cut it, That takes a lot of energy. So it's important to put down some fertilizer before planting. I would use something like the Vitex Q4. It's a really good vegetable fertilizer. So shake a little bit of the Vitex into the soil. Plant your bulbs about eight inches apart. Leave the nibs showing at the top and just keep the weeds away from the them and you'll have fabulous onions this summer.
0: I have a small maple tree in the garden. My son hit his football right at it, broke a few branches. They're hanging off. Do I leave them as they are or do I cut them right back? And more important, will my tree repair itself?
1: Ah oh, yeah, the acer will be perfectly fine. I mean, acers, they come in loads of different varieties, Pat, from the small Japanese maples right up to the really tall um, you know, m- m- large maples with the really large leaves. Having said that, they, they tolerate a bit of pruning, in this case a little bit of damage. So my advice really is to trim off any of the damaged stems, cut back to a healthy bud, give the the, the acer a feed of a tree and shrub fertilizer and it will be perfectly fine.
0: I need to fill a bald patch in the garden. Do those grass rolls that you can get in garden centres take easily that's from Mark yeah.
1: Absolutely. They're, they're called turf or rolled roll lawns, and they take very, very well. This is actually an excellent time of year, and the weather conditions are actually quite good at the moment. The soil is quite moist, and with those few showers, that, that will help to get the grass to, to bed in. So it's a perfect time of year to, to, to re turf an area of grass. Having said that, Pat, putting down a handful of lawn seed, it'll germinate in about 10 or 15 days at this time of year, and you'll have a fabulous lawn by early summer. Uh,
0: last one, maybe. We- we had blight in the polytunnel last year. Tomatoes
1: badly affected. Can we plant some this year? Yes, you can. The bl- blight, the potato blight and tomato blight are actually the, the related part because tomatoes and potatoes are in the Solanaceae family. And. Um, so so first of all, the blight is gone, so clean off the, the, the greenhouse, plant some new tomatoes. You can start planting over the next couple of weeks. My advice is when you're watering your tomatoes, keep the water off the foliage because blight spreads by moisture. So water at the base only and keep the foliage dry and that'll prevent bright, blight from being a problem. And ventilate the greenhouse as much as possible during the summer months. Porrick Horkin, he of the Horkin Garden Centre family. Porrick, thank you.